to get employees to say what's really on their minds. They have to trust you, that you'll listen and really consider what they're saying, that they won't face recrimination for saying something negative and their jobs will be secure after voicing their concerns. Then they might feel comfortable enough to shed light on changes the company could make to improve their work life, work quality, and efficiency. Hey, I'm Amy Souter, your host for the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. We deliver fresh takes on keeping your business and your life healthy, full of fresh fruits and vegetables. Today's episode continues a partnership we have with Equitable Food Initiative, or EFI for short. EFI works with retailers and growers to create a transparent supply chain, a safer food system, and healthier work environments. These episodes will focus on the improvements companies and their people make that elevate workers and create better working conditions. In this episode, we hear from two workers at Missionero, Araceli Miranda and Eduardo Adina. They share with us why adding lights to the parking lot was important to employees and how they overcame the challenges of no electrical access, lighting all necessary areas. Missionero has three locations in California and one in Arizona. This need for parking lot lighting has been brought up by workers at several EFI certified facilities, and it's a pretty easy project to provide safer work environments. So let's join the chat with Leanne Rhodes Rizamenti, EFI's Director of Marketing Communications, as she talks with these two employees through a translator. I am Leanne Rizamenti with Equitable Food Initiative, and today we are talking with some team members from Missionero, a provider of washed and trimmed lettuces and specialty salads operating out of the Salinas Valley with packing houses in Gonzales, Yuma, and Baltimore. With a 50-year history, Missionero is a company that truly focuses on its people, and we're going to hear about some of the ways they do that on a daily basis. Joining us today is Araceli Miranda with Human Resources at Missionero and Eduardo Adina, as a, who works as a gatekeeper at Missionero. And if you are like me, you might not know what a gatekeeper role at a farming operation is. And so I just learned today that Eduardo controls the registration for the different varieties that are grown and make sure everything is entered and logged into the systems. Araceli, to get us started, can you please provide a bit of context of the facility and the normal day-to-day -day operations there? Um, sí. As Leanne mentioned, Misionero has processing plants that specialize in lettuce and salad with operations in multiple locations. Our day-to-day -day activities include receiving product directly from the field and processing that product to be delivered to retail stores and ultimately sold to consumers. Araceli, do you want to give a little bit of detail on what the workers are doing at different areas of the operation? Sí, en nuestra temporada. During our main season, which is in the spring, we have between 450 and 520 employees in total. There are different roles and positions that these employees are responsible for. We have general laborers, also heavy laborers, which are in charge of drying product once it's been washed. We also have freight staff that receive raw product or load finished product. We also have our administrative staff that works in our sales department, accounting, and other various administrative departments. Our largest number of workers is employed in labor positions. 
These are the employees that work in the fields and process the products that we handle. So the EFI team at Missionero began training back in 2018, which included engaging workers from all levels of the organization in offering suggested improvements. When and how did the issue of parking lot lighting come up? We have different representatives at all levels on the EFI team. Eduardo will tell us more about the topic of how the issue of parking lot lighting arose, but we do have different representatives at all levels on the EFI team. When the program was first created and we began the EFI certification process, we had a lot of goals in mind, primarily to create trust between the employees at the plant. After we began speaking with employees, listening to their pain points or suggestions, and presenting this information to management. We continued working closely with employees, which resulted in building more trust for them to provide any suggestions or opinions that would better their quality of life while at work and the quality of time spent working. The simple act of being heard empowered employees to continue to voice their worries or opinions to our EFI team. During our personnel meetings, we noticed that employees felt more comfortable approaching members of the EFI team, as well as any member of the organization, to provide their feedback. On several occasions, multiple members of the team brought up the issue of parking lot lighting. Because staff had previously presented some concerns to management, I think this helped them feel more comfortable voicing an issue that was truly important to them. We have crews that work overnight, as well as others that begin their workday at dawn, where it's not safe for them to be in an area that is not well lit. Thank you so much. What I really loved about that is when you said at the very beginning, we were trying to address their pain points. I think that's a really interesting way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, thank you. So Eduardo, I understand you were responsible for putting this request into action. So if you could take a few minutes and tell us what the first steps of that request involved, what issues might have arisen, how complicated was this project of getting the lights done and, and who was involved from across the operation? Okay. Este, primeramente... This issue was initially brought to our attention by fellow coworkers. They informed us of the necessity for the improvement of parking lot lighting, as well as the organization of the vehicles in the parking lot. During our first EFI team meeting, we discussed this issue. As a team, we began looking into different solutions that could be presented to management. We wanted to show them the different possibilities that were available for solving the issue, as well as to reiterate the importance of parking lot lighting. One person that was instrumental in their involvement in the process and with our EFI team was Mr. Johnny Arriaga. He joined and continues to join us in each one of our meetings. One factor with this project, which proved to be difficult but not impossible, is that the parking lot area is not located within close proximity to any power sources. This made things a little more complicated because the lamps that would be installed in the area required electricity. After we determined the difficulty due to the parking lot size and distance from our processing facilities, we decided to research various other options. We wanted to see which would be the most feasible option while continuing to address the concerns of employees in a timely manner. 
This involved looking at options that did not require electricity. After analyzing all of the options, we agreed that the most feasible would be to use solar-powered lighting. This option not only addressed the issue of having sufficient parking lot lighting, but was also good for the environment. Once this was approved by management, installations of lamps began and parking lot areas were better organized. We've continued to evaluate these efforts to see if the project was functional and was achieving our initial goal of ensuring adequate lighting. We've been adding lamps as needed and have continued to add tasks to our initial project to ensure that this area is functional and safe for employees that park in that location. How much time has passed from when this was initially brought up to how long the research took to find the lights and then how long have they been in operation? This entire project took about six months to complete. This includes our initial EFI team meeting, the time it took to research different lighting options, as well as getting approval from management. During these six months, we're also considering the time it took to make adjustments to what we had initially planned. Each time, employees have felt more comfortable bringing solutions to the table. They proactively mention other areas they think require additional lighting, so we continue adding these requests to our original project. Eduardo and I did a walkthrough last week of an area that staff members had recently brought to our attention that was in need of additional lighting. That day, I stayed past my shift to see if the lamps that had already been installed were sufficient. We were able to determine, by walking that area together, that it was lit and visible. It's small requests like this that we continue adding to the original project. So in addition to workers wanting more lighting, what what else have you heard from workers? What has the overall impact been of this project? This was a large projection from the staff for us as the EFI team. This favored us because they believed in us and had more trust in voicing their suggestions or projects that could be undertaken. Due to this, all workers now have a better understanding of why the EFI team was created and its objectives. They now come to us with their concerns and suggestions that they feel will better the company, as well as their safety and the facilities. Having been able to fulfill this project and resolve this issue that employees voiced has been what has created the most confidence in our EFI team. That is an amazing accomplishment from from your team, and I'm glad that it's creating this feedback loop with the team and employees. Are there any other improvements or projects that the team has worked on that you wanted to highlight for us today? There are two other projects that our EFI team is currently working on. One project is called Equipo Verde or Green Team, which is a recycling program within the organization. Another project involves mapping and redesign. This project helps us to analyze the different roles throughout the processing stages and how we can improve these positions depending on the needs of individuals or the position itself. Missionero is definitely a poster child for continuous improvement because they have been involved in so many of these really interesting and groundbreaking projects. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today. I, I have to say that 
EFI has labor management collaborative teams on nearly 100 farms across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. And parking lot lighting has come up from many of the teams as an issue that needs addressing. So thank you for bringing this important topic to our attention and sharing it widely with the industry. It seems like a tangible and easy way for us all to provide safer working conditions. Special thanks to Sabrina Fisher for providing translation on today's podcast and to Missionero and their fabulous team representatives, Araceli and Eduardo. I'm Leanne Ruzamenti for Equitable Food Initiative. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Tip of the Iceberg podcast. I was caught up by the phrase pain point and it really made me think. It made me imagine working overnight or coming into work before dawn and not being able to see clearly. I'd especially be worried about getting hit by a car in the pitch black darkness while walking from the car to the building, not to mention whatever else could be lurking around. And I can see how that would be a pain point I'd want addressed to feel safer at work. So I'm really glad that that's happening. Anyway, check out our other Tip of the Iceberg podcast episodes. In our last episode, we sit down with an award-winning produce manager, Chris Jorgensen, a 23-year veteran of Food Lion, who was one of only 25 winners nationwide in the International Fresh Produce Association's 2022 Retail Produce Manager Awards. And we learn a lot from him about what he does and why he does it and how he does it. If you'd like what you hear, please hit the subscribe button and rate us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. It helps us out. And have you heard of our free professional development courses at produceedu.com? There's several, including Produce Buying Fundamentals course and a Merchandising 101 course. Hey, showing your course completion certificate couldn't hurt when you ask for a raise or try to get a new role. Remember, it's at produceedu.com. Turn over a new leaf in 2023 and enter PMG's next merchandising display contest, the winter 2023 one. Send us photos of your winter produce displays, press year-round produce, anything that looks cool in your store's produce department. Email pics to artists at producemarketguide.com. That's artists with an S. In this episode's show notes, you can find many ways to follow us for more produce information, news, tips, insights, and we'll have more of these great produce industry and healthy lifestyle conversations coming soon. Thank you so much.